1: Good afternoon, I'm John Sable, and welcome to the new Czech Voice of Cleveland program, coming to you in the combined spirit of Václav Hivnar and Joe Kotzab through the DTJ District Council, Golubsky Funeral Home, and Luhama Microphone at the Sokol Greater Cleveland, Frank Lovell, Czech Catholic Union, and FCSLA Life Studio in Seven Hills. So sit back and enjoy some of the best country music from one of the best countries. Yendo toho!
2: Když jsem jako malá holka prošla všechny pouty.
3: Všimla jsem si, jak se polka na parketu kroutí. Všichni se mi hrapánek zatajoval nechty. Koukala se po páneky, po děvčatek. Když jsem teďka povyrostla, propuklo to ve mně. Muzika hraje z ostra, nebo pěkně, jemně. Hned se vrchám do tánce, jako posedlá. že bych ani celý.
4: Už spát, všechny, že se tě nedočká, vždyť nejsi malička, já chci užít až do rána tého srdí.
1: Czech Catholic Union (CCU) Life is a fraternal life insurance organization in existence since 1879 and located in Slavic Village, across from Our Lady of Lords Parish in Cleveland, Ohio. The Czech Catholic Union is continuing its project Food Pantry 2.0. Food is being collected at the home office and distributed to Our Lady of Lords Parish in Cleveland, Our Lady's Inn in St. Louis, and Lady of Mount Carmel in Pittsburgh. Monetary donations can be sent to the Home Office, but please specify where the money is to be sent. The Czech Catholic Union is also continuing their TeleFamily Member TeleFriend referral promo, where any member who recommends an individual to CCU and the individual purchases a life insurance certificate, the member will receive $25. Check out our website, checkccu.org, for insurance products such as single premium whole life, 5-pay, 10-pay, 20-pay, youth savings plan, and the final expense plan. CCU also offers annuities, traditional IRAs, and Roth IRAs. Starting January 1, 2023, interest rates are increasing. For rates on our products and information on our food pantry and promo, please contact the Home Office via phone at 216-341-0444. That's 216-341-0444 between 8 a.m. and 3 p.m. Monday through Friday or via email at insurance at checkccu.org. We at the Czech Catholic Union, CCU Life, hope all our listeners had a happy, safe, and, of course, festive holiday season.
5: Pánečko, proč ty mňa pomluváš?
2: Však já jenom pravdu říkám, že jsem v noci tu máš. Dverka bílí otevřené, aj okénko nesavřené. i máš ale jinou milu, do hospodichu díváš. Dva kobi li oktanu žena, pa i oken konje
5: Nemám moja kalánečko, nikam nechodívám. Na váš dvorek, na zahrádku, večer se podívám. Dvérka nechaj otevřené, aj okénko nezavřené. Večer do tvých černých očí, hluboko se podívám. Dvěrka nechaj otevřené, Aj okenko nezavřené, Veče do tvých černých očí Hluboko se podívám. Galanečko, pěkné ty oči máš.
2: Však jsou henom tvoje milí, že už se
5: nedůláš.
6: Dvérka zamknem,
5: aj okenko, slubíme si své srdénko. Potom spolem řekneme našim, že se skoro budeme brat.
1: selection goes out from Ken and George Marish, hoping all our listeners had a happy holiday season and adding a note in memory of Joe Kotsab.
7: samá elita Samej prýma tigr pardál v hadrech pepita Dolévat vato koutěj s paníčkama A nejradši to válej s fabričkama Jo, takovýho frajéra mě neúčte znát Krej nosí šísky, patky, nakalhotech strá. Lakovaný buldočky s gumičkama, A nejradši to válej s fabričkama Když jsem přišla k vonáskovům do sálu dělo tam moje roští u stolu, ňáká fuchtle se tam na něj vyješela, a já na to celá žal náhledět mušela. Jo, takovýho frajéra mě neučte znát, který nosí šísky, patky na kalhotech štráv. Lakovaný buldočky s gumičkama a nejradši s fabričkama, Když začala muzika přelíbezně hrát, přišel pro mě jeden pardál, jde se tancovat. Já mu řekla, milej pane, to nemůže být, v objeví se moje roští a bude s tebe prejt. Jo, takovýho frajéra mě neučte znát, který nosí šísky patky na kalhotech strá, lakovaný buldočky s bumičkama nejradši to válí s fabričkama. Já se rychle dekovala v pranici. Viděla jsem, jak můj pardál dostal sklenicí. Pak se do toho z frajerů lec kdo zamíchal, no zkrátka zase u vonásků vybílili sál. Jo, takovýho frajéra mě neučte znát, který nosí šísky patky na kalhotech štráv. Lapovaný buldočky s gumičkama a nejradši s fabrička. Milujem se ze velice Samou láskou Vyrazil mi v obě sanice Toho se má Něžná duše sotva nadála Že bude mít Tak fešnýho prima pardála Jo, takovýho frajéra Mě neučte zná, Který nosí šísky patky na kalhotech štrá Lakovaný buldočky S gumičkama a ne, to válí s papričkama. A teď už jsme v oba starý dřinou zdrchaný. Za tu dobu upletlme mi čtyři fakany. Ale když jdem k vonáskovům někdy tancovat, muší paní muzikanti, zastu tu naši hrát. Jo, takovýho frajéra mě neučte zná které nosí šísky, papky na kalhotech štráv, lapovaný buldočky s gumičkama a nejradši to válí s fabričkama.
8: Veselá, když jsem začal k vám chodit,
6: James! Szwalenu się kerećku, pomideć kopami.
1: The Dissolution of Czechoslovakia in 1993 is poetically known as the velvet divorce, carrying connotations of a marriage that went sour but ended amicably. However, there were and still are many real-life Czechoslovak couples whose relationships lasted or began despite the ending of the union between their two countries. And Radio Prague has interviewed some of these couples.
7: The dissolution of Czechoslovakia in 1993 is poetically known as the Velvet Divorce, carrying with it connotations of a marriage that went sour but ended amicably. This belies the fact that there were and are still many real life Czechoslovak couples whose relationships lasted or began despite the ending of the union between their two countries. As the product of a Czechoslovak marriage myself, I was curious to know if the split had had any qualitative effect on Czechoslovak couples. Does it make any difference to them that they're now from two countries rather than one? To find out, I spoke to two couples in their early 30s, my downstairs neighbours, Yerzy, who is Czech, and Ivana, who is Slovak, as well as another young couple living in Prague, Marianne, Slovak, and Andrea, Czech.
9: Ivana Hradecka, Senec, Slovakia.
10: Jiří Hradecký, Janské Lázne, Czech Republic.
9: And we've, we've been together for seven years.
11: Uh, my name is Andrea, uh, I'm 30 and I've been living in Prague for 10 years, but I'm originally from a small village in uh, Kutnáhora county in Czech Republic.
12: My name is Marian, I'm from Slovakia, I'm close to the border with Czech Republic and I've been in Prague for 10 plus years as well.
11: We've been together... Around five years uh, we met Ed uh,
9: Colors of Ostrava Festival. He said he would ride after he will get back to Prague, but he didn't. It's
10: because actually my phone uh, was broken in
12: her room <laughs> <laughs> no, she she got a roommate who was a colleague of mine and he invited me to their house party, and that's that's how we met.
10: Then she moved uh, to Prague
9: um, Actually, I first you moved uh, to Slovakia for a while It was after like non, nine months of dating So he even had a job
10: Oh, that's right
9: uh, But he doesn't like uh, those times so. Yeah,
10: I, I'm trying to forget it But actually I spent like almost half a year in Slovakia Yeah, it was that bad I feel like I would rather live in so many other countries than Slovakia.
11: <laughs> not in terms of if we want to live in uh, Prague or Czech Republic or Slovakia. That, I, I think it was never a discussion. <laughs>
12: <laughs> yeah, no, that, not even for me. Yeah, no,
11: yeah.
10: No. I was not uh, afraid to explain my reasons why we are going to move to Czech, why Czech is better, and maybe I helped it myself that I was not so welcome in Slovakia.
12: Like, I consider Prague the only metropolitan city. Like, Bratislava is really small. For me, it's like less than half the size. So that's why. And I personally just don't like that city (laughs) at all.
9: I was actually maybe hoping for a moment that we will settle down in Slovakia because like my whole family is there and I was like living in a city where my family lives. I was growing up, like having all these relatives around me and I liked it. But later I realized that if I want to have a um, happy partner, um, this is uh, this just needs to happen. And that uh, I will probably adapt much better in Prague than he in Slovakia.
10: Yeah, actually I was amazed that even she lived all her life in Slovakia, she was able to speak Czech pretty fluently right away.
12: Uh, we speak Czech, but that's only because I was born so close to Czech border that our dialect has such a strong influence from Czech uh, language that uh, if I were to go to Bratislava with my friend from my village, they would have thought that we are Czech. So, so it was very easy to me, for me to switch to, to, to Czech language.
10: It's quite problematic for me to speak uh, Slovak because it's too close. So I am not able to catch the small differences. So when I realized she was able to speak Czech pretty easily, just start to speak in Czech together. Sometimes when she's mad, she starts speaking Slovak. And I pretend uh, that I don't understand so well.
12: Living so close to the border, we didn't get the the proper signal for the Slovak TV programs. So we had more like we in, in, in our T V when I was growing up the all the
1: cartoons. all
12: the cartoons were Czech because we we got the Czech signal or whatever in, in the T V so that's how so I grew up with Czech cartoons, check everything, Czech TV basically.
9: Yeah I can speak I could speak Czech fluently but um at first I was like, okay, come on, if we are going to be partners and if we are going to have family, I want our kids to understand Slovak language and like, it's not that difficult, like, come on. But he has this moment, like, as he said, like, pretend that he doesn't <laughs> understand. So he makes me, like, repeat myself a few times and then I just give up, like, okay, so I'll say it like a out. I definitely want to speak uh, Slovak to them, but let's see. (laughs) It's really difficult for me to predict how will I behave eventually.
12: I think I would go with Czech and English if if I like if we were to stay in Prague, then definitely. Yeah,
11: for me as well. It's like for me, it's more important uh, for the kids to know at least one national language so or international sorry, international language which is probably English it's the easiest one and
10: then Czech it's gonna be difficult because yeah. they will be Czech kids living in Prague having Czech friends Czech schools it's gonna be something mm. funny my mom sometimes says but <laughs>
9: yeah I can imagine, like, I, I won't be pushing them to speak Slovak, but I I want to get to the point where they understand Slovak.
12: Yeah, I would probably go with Czech as well. Because it's so similar to, to Slovak that it just doesn't really make sense to. So you don't have
2: strong nationalism? <laughs>
12: not, not in terms of language, no.
9: I'm not sure about the law, but I think, like, um, since I am a citizen of Slovakia and usually a citizen of Czechia, they will, like, get both of those. And I I would love them to have, like, two citizenships.
11: I never thought about it, honestly. Never. I don't know.
12: I think with European Union, it, it doesn't really matter that much. Again, like, if we were to stay or have the kid in Prague, it would have been better for him or her to have Czech nationality. So, yeah, practically
10: it would make more sense. It's nothing for me because just Ivana. It's my only thing I got in common with Slovakia.
9: And your grandma.
10: My grandma, yes. Uh, According to Bloodline, I would say our kids will be, what, five, eight, of Slovak. Our dog is from Slovakia as well. Okay, these three things I got in common in Slovakia.
11: If you walk around Prague or if you work here or study here, there are so many Slovak people, like yeah. younger ones and couples and even like married people. When you are
10: a Slovak in Czech Republic, nobody cares. It's the same like if you would be Czech. You know, the language or even if you keep speaking Slovak, but Czech on, in Slovakia, it was a difference.
11: So whenever there is a, a hockey, of course, like Czech people all are the fans of, of our own team, but whenever like Czechs are out, they automatically uh, wish the best for the Slovakian team because it's like, if it's not us, then let them, we, we, are, we are here for them basically. But just recently I realized it's not the other way around. So (laughs) Slovak people, for some reason, don't wish the best of luck to Czech people.
9: You know, there are a lot of these funny little jokes about Czechs, like they're wearing sandals to high-tail and... Socks and sandals. And socks and sandals. And and actually I do that and And
12: I'm proud of it. Slovak people tend to be more... Stylish, We can say, like, if you, if you walk around Bratislava, I feel like it's a fashion show. Like, if you go to mall in Bratislava, it feels like everyone spends so much time, like, preparing themselves, boys or girls, both. In Czech Republic, it looks like the people just came back from the mountains, and, like, they, they look comfortable. And I think they are. But it's just not this uh, show-off, let's say. And that's definitely... That's
9: how it is, I think, still. Other stereotypes, like, they drink a lot of beer, you know, and they like to sing, but uh, I think they are true, and in a positive way.
11: Yeah, I definitely thought, and I still think so, that Slovak people drink more alcohol. Uh, But, but like, the homemade uh, spirits, liquors, and so on, so that they definitely spend more time drinking.
9: You know, they sit in a pub and... Uh, they gossip and they they are saying like the whole world is just falling apart but at the end they they'll just have another beer they sing a song
12: czech people in general are more let's say mellow so like when we fight it's like she gets angry i get angry we don't technically fight it's more like very it just goes away in a couple of days and that's it if if we were both slovak i think we would there would be a lot of flying around the kitchen and, you know, like more enthusiastic fighting and
9: everything. I feel like it's the kind of nation which survives everything. Like, Like, they will just last because they have this culture, like, within them, so integrated.
10: Like happy little hobbits in a shire.
11: Slovakian people and families are maybe more generous in terms of When you visit them, they would offer you everything what what they have, like the whole fridge, the the whole cellar, everything, all the wine, all the everything. They would just put it on the table and here you go, eat, drink, have fun. Maybe this is something what we miss a a, a little.
12: I think if we split, of uh, because of the other reasons, like we didn't like each other that much. Like usually, when two countries split, it's for very different reasons. And it would be different, but I, given that Czech and Slovakia has split because. I don't even know why, but like <laughs> no. it was like the friendliest split of two countries yeah, yeah. in and history. It was
11: really like decisions of just a few people in the government. It was not really that people would be angry or, or anything. It was like a, not really a thing for, for the regular people, let's say. If
10: I would remember uh, the times where Czechoslovakia got separated, I would say it wasn't nice actually. And the way like uh, politicians and maybe some citizens as well were behaving toward like Vaclav Havel, I wouldn't like it. I would get mad probably, so I'm glad. We are two different nations, two different countries with different history except for the 74 years. It just seems the right way.
11: I guess maybe it's not correct, but uh, I think like it's always better to to, to have a larger country rather than small, small one. So, yeah, from the, like the, the political reasons, I guess the larger country would be better, probably. But I'm not sure. I'm, I'm no like expert for this.
9: Like in the long run, it's. I think it's good that it happened. It was necessary for some like development of Slovakia. But. Um, I, I know that if I would be like older at that time, I, I wouldn't support this division. So it's, it's, it's a strange, it's a mixed feeling.
11: From uh, my point of view, like, I don't see if there will be any difference. It's, it's very similar to what it is today with uh, Schengen and EU. Like, we still can travel back and there without any passport showing.
12: Being born so close to the border, my father always worked in Czech Republic so we used to travel there like every week and um, we, we had like our little Schengen back then you didn't need any passport or anything you just need like your some form of ID and no one really checked that between Czech, Czech Republic and Slovakia so when all the European Union and Schengen came like people living close to the border they were just like so what's going to happen? it's going to be the same? yeah it's going to be the same okay so good I mean yeah nothing really changed that much I don't know anyone who would be, like, very enthusiastic about, like, why did we split? It's, it's it's such a bad thing. I've never heard that in Slovakia or Czech Republic. People make joke about each other. It's sort of, but, yeah, nothing really. No hard feelings, basically. I'm
9: glad, to I don't remember in those days. I would probably, like, knowing myself, I would consider it like a black spot on, on our history, and I can be really sensitive about this kind of Things, let's say, uh, you no, know, it, it was basically kind of a relationship, and you know, it's always sad when relationship
5: ends. <mys> <mys>
1: And how many of us in Cleveland have experienced a Czech and Slovak marriage? Thanks to Radio Prague for this feature. Father Joseph Callahan, pastor of Our Lady of Lords Parish, is thankful to everyone who has contributed to the Fund to Repair the Church Roof. But more donations are needed to help the parish reach the $165,000 goal for this repair. This church represents our Czech and Slovak history, and must be preserved as a remembrance of the past, but more importantly for its ministry to those communities who are still parishioners there. Your cash donations can be sent directly to Our Lady of Lord's Parish, 3395 East 53rd Street, Cleveland, Ohio, 44127. That's 3395 East 53rd Street, Cleveland, Ohio, 44127. Attention, Father Joseph Callahan. Please think of Our Lady of Lord's Church and the historic heritage it represents and its value to the community it serves. Ukrainian groups in Cleveland are still sending clothing and other supplies to help their countrymen and their families in their struggle for freedom. And you can help them win this battle. If you wish to contribute to the effort to aid victims of this conflict, you can give money donations at the Pokrova Ukrainian Catholic Church, 6812 Broadview Road in Parma. That's 6812 Broadview Road in Parma. Any checks can be made payable to the Cleveland Maidan Association, that's the MAIDAN Association, a nonprofit 501 501c3 organization founded in 2014 to support Ukrainian causes in Europe. And in other community news this week, the Frank and Betty Hostagegub Museum and Gift Shop at Sokol Greater Cleveland, 4939 Broadway, will be open by appointment only during January and February 2023. So if you want to visit the museum at Annex, please call 216-883-0675. That's 216-883-0675 for an appointment. And funds are still needed to replace the roof at Česká Sín Sokol Hall at 4314 Clark Avenue, a landmark for the Czech community since 1907. The ceiling has been repaired, but funds are still needed to replace the roof. 100% of your donation will go for this restoration. So please make any check payable to Sokocheska Sin and mail it to Sokocheska Sin, 1451 Wager Avenue, Lakewood, Ohio 44107. That's 1451 Wager Avenue, Lakewood, Ohio 44107. If you miss our show on Sunday, you can listen to a recorded podcast at the website whkwradio.com slash podcasts, and now on Apple Music, Spotify, or Amazon Music. This show and past programs are available for second or third airing. So click on whkwradio.com slash podcasts, or go to Apple Music, Spotify, or Amazon Music, and enjoy this show during the week. As an additional service, a link to each week's show is being emailed to listeners who have sent me their email addresses. If you would like to receive these recorded programs, please send your email address to me, John Sable at sabolj at aol.com. And our Czech March of the Week is Slovatsky Porhod by František Manyas. Czech Voice of Cleveland is proud to have the support of FCSLA Life, founded in Cleveland in 1892, with its home office on Chagrin Boulevard in Beechwood and with a mission to provide financial security to its members while embracing Catholic values and Slavic traditions. And we extend special thanks to FCSLA Life and its president, Cynthia Maleski. For information about the insurance products offered by FCSLA Life, please call 1-800-464-4642. That's one eight hundred four six four four six four two. 464 4642 Or check the organization's website, fcsla.org. for listening this afternoon, and be sure to tune in again next Sunday from 3 to 4 p.m. Remember, you can hear a rebroadcast of this show and our other shows on the internet by going to whkwradio.com podcasts, or to Apple Music, Spotify, or Amazon Music. And if you would like to receive links to these recorded programs, please send your email address to me, John Sable at s a b o l j at aol dot com. Your support for this program is warmly welcomed. And for any announcements on the New Check Voice of Cleveland program, please contact me, John Sable, at two one six three five one six two four seven. That's two one six three five one six two four seven, or at my email address s a b o l j at AOL.com. Or you can write to me at 5839 Maureen Drive, Seven Hills, Ohio 44131. That's 5839 Maureen Drive, Seven Hills, Ohio 44131. Please remember to send any announcements to me at least one week in advance. Please stay in touch with each other and act and pray for the safety of us all and especially for peace in Ukraine. Thanks for listening and have a great week.